Welcome to the Better Me Podcast. I am your host, Jen. And just a friendly reminder, I'm merely a curious girl looking for a platform to chat, learn, and dish. Not a professional therapist or claim to be an expert. Also, in every episode, I can't assure you this is at all appropriate for children. So be aware of that when starting to listen. And with that, let's work on being a better me. Hi, and welcome to the Better Me Podcast. This is Jen. Thank you so much for tuning in today. On today's episode, I am going to be talking about how to build intimacy with your partner. What does that mean? Um, And how can you get more of it? What will it do to benefit your relationship? I think this is a really interesting topic and everybody has their own ideas of what intimacy means. So I want to talk about that a little bit. Also, I want to apologize for the delay in this one. I haven't been myself lately. I haven't been feeling very good and I did not want to cough through an entire episode. So I figured I would just take an extra week. Um, So I hope this one is worth it, worth the wait. And I thank you guys so much for subscribing and rating and reviewing. I really appreciate those things. Keep that up for me if you would. I'm going to take a quick break and when I come back, we'll get into it. Welcome back to the Better Me Podcast. This is Jen. We are talking about building intimacy today. And I know a lot of you have an idea that comes into your mind about what in particular intimacy is, what it means to you. Um, And I think that a lot of times, stereotypically, men in particular think of intimacy as being sexual, as being like sex itself. And truly, there are just so many different definitions of it, so much more to it than that. And for sure, real intimacy with your partner can lead to amazing sex. And that's kind of, you know, the goal for a lot of people. But also, it's more about the connection with your partner. So what is intimacy? It is interpersonal connection, really. And that's a probably an oversimplification, but it's the ability to develop a level of closeness with another person. Um, it's often misunderstood for sex, but it can be physical, but also mental, emotional, and spiritual. So what is the difference between physical and emotional intimacy? Um, you can have intimacy without sex. Um, building both physical and emotional intimacy, however, can lead to better sex. And what is physical intimacy if it's not the actual like sex act? Well, it can be just like kissing, hugging, touching in some sort of way, um, even just like hand holding, or maybe it's massage or it's cuddling up to each other. Those are different ways of being physically intimate. Um, Emotional intimacy 
would be like deep, real conversation, being super vulnerable with the other person, letting someone quote unquote in, like into your mind, into your heart, um, and just being like super open and very much like yourself with someone. When, when it comes from real intimacy, where does it come from? Real intimacy comes from a willingness to be real and genuine and uh, being vulnerable and also letting your partner be vulnerable and open, like being the safe space for them to do that. And that's a really important thing too. I think, you know, whenever you can make your partner feel like they could open up to you and tell you things and feel safe about that, um, that really builds like a certain kind of connection that is required to be really intimate with someone, to, you know, have like a, a true bond with someone. And it is super important, especially in a long-term relationship, to get to a certain level of intimacy because we do grow and change and without that intimate connection with someone, you really will lose something over the course of time because so many things change. You don't have those same kind of honeymoon feelings that you did in the very beginning. And so if you have a true intimate connection with someone, it's going to be what carries you through you know, throughout your relationship, through like a long-term relationship. So it's really important to build that kind of intimacy in order to sustain a bond with your partner. Um, and it requires safety in a relationship. Intimacy and connection uh, seem to equal feeling seen and heard and understood. So those things are really important when you're talking about, you know, somebody that you're going to be with for a really long time, for a lifetime. So how, what are the ways to build intimacy? One, um, and this should be number one, no matter what, is to take care of yourself. So self-advocacy, you know, treating yourself with respect and actually loving yourself. Um, feeling like you matter and you really care about what happens to yourself. Um, and that can be, you know, spending time with yourself. It can be, you know, maybe taking a solo trip or even just like sleeping in, uh, taking a day off by yourself or doing a hobby that you really enjoy. Um, because being happy with yourself actually makes you a better partner, believe it or not. And I think that's really true. If you aren't advocating for yourself, it's, it's not a, um, it's not an attractive quality to not advocate for yourself. Confidence, confidence is an attractive quality. And um, I think that takes you a really long way. And doing things with yourself, by yourself, is a great way to build, you know, those feelings in yourself, that confidence and um, that self-respect.
So the next one would be um, discover your communication style. And, you know, we've talked at length about this before is the five love languages. Um, you can actually like get online and take the quiz. And I would recommend taking the quiz together, like each take it and share your results with each other. Because when you understand your partner's love language, it is much easier to communicate with them in the way that is much more understandable to them. Love languages can be so different depending on the person. And if you can understand how to communicate with your partner via their own love language, it actually makes things a lot easier. Um, for instance, I tend to be a acts of service type of person. So it would be very obvious to my husband to recognize that like getting him a car wash was a form of me showing him my love. Um, so you can see how knowing those things about your partner could really help to kind of open up like a whole different communication style for the two of you. So I highly recommend taking that quiz. Um, it will give you like your primary and like a secondary love language, but it also will tell you, you know, then your partner can tell you what theirs are and you can kind of share those together. And it's kind of a fun little activity anyway. Um, but you can also learn like a conflict resolution style. Um, and even aside from the five love languages, of course, that will help you with that. But just like talking to each other about, you know, what, how they get through a conflict. What's their ideal way of resolving an issue? Um, and that kind of goes into like the withdrawer, pursuer type of thing. You know, do you need a minute by yourself before you kind of tackle an issue? Do you want to be asked, like, is now a good time to talk? That kind of thing. So those are really important too. Um, the next one would be to be curious about each other. And this one I can really get on board with. Um, I tend to want to talk about everything, maybe even to the point of exhaustion. Um, but I really enjoy getting into like super deep conversations. And I know not everyone is like that, so it might be a little bit more difficult for some people to, um, to be comfortable with that. But um, asking each other like these thought-provoking questions and the key is to really listen to the answer and, you know, be curious about it and, you know, ask questions and um, really engage each other. Um, you can actually, I've seen it on Pinterest a lot. You can kind of Google and see, you know, like questions for your partner um, intimate questions for your partner and it will come up with like this entire list and there's you know a million different things that you can talk about and obviously it's it's great when it comes organically but if that's not a possibility there's also like a bunch of games out there that um, you know like different card games I know I've seen some where some of the questions are really uh, 
um, like normal everyday questions and there's some more uh, like sexual type questions and um, you can kind of go back and forth and ask different ones um, depending on you know what your mood is or maybe you like mix them up and get different ones every time um, but those are really fun and I think you end up learning something new about someone that you know possibly you've known for a really long time but it's just a subject that's never come up or you never really you know got into it before so I, I don't know I think that being able to talk to each other is what is going to get you through your relationship you know having like good communication style and understanding your partners and being able to talk about these like big deep conversations and um getting things out in the open it, it's really going to do uh wonders for your relationship so i highly recommend that plus it's you know it's kind of fun it's fun to find out like what your partner thinks was like the um you know greatest memory in their life or you know what was the most significant thing that ever happened to you like that kind of thing it's really fun to find those things out and it's actually really interesting to find out that you never knew it before so um i highly recommend that um number four would be to create a check-in phrase so sometimes it can be really difficult to just open up to get something out you know sometimes it's easier to squash what you're feeling or you know think to yourself that you'll bring it up at another time um, maybe it doesn't feel super comfortable to talk about you know a particular topic or or maybe you're just feeling like uh, you know I don't want to ruin today like today's going so well and if I talk about something that's bothering me you know I'm gonna ruin the moment um, so it's really important that if you notice that maybe your partner seems a little bit off or you know isn't themselves that day or maybe it, it really does look like there's something they need to get off their chest maybe you need to create some kind of phrase that gives someone the permission to actually talk about it um and vice versa you know if um if there's something you want to talk about maybe there's something that you can say that kind of opens up the idea of talking about it and if it's not a good time you can you know your partner has a chance to to come back and say like you know what i can we table that for now or um you know i, I really want to talk to you about that but um can it wait until you know after dinner or whatever um so you know and those phrases could be something as simple as uh is everything okay or you know where's your head at or something like that so, and I'm sure you can get creative and figure something out that, you know, kind of works for the both of you. Um, the next one would be to practice teamwork. And I think this is a really important one too. You know, sometimes when you're with someone for a long period of time, um, or if, you know, life is kind of getting in the way, maybe you don't spend as much time as a couple doing things just the two of you. And that is really important, in my opinion. 
um, you know, having alone time and doing things just as a couple is extremely important. Um, so making time to do things together that leaves an open space to be able to talk. Uh, so like maybe it's playing a game or it's doing yoga or going for a walk outside. Um, maybe it's cooking a meal together. It's, you know, you're creating memories that are unique to the two of you that like maybe someday you'll look back on and go like, oh my gosh, remember that time we did, you know, yoga in the living room and, you know, whatever. Uh, it's, you know, also doing things together that, you know, you feel a certain connection to that person and you do keep the, you know, the window open to be able to, you know, have like a discussion or, you know, and it doesn't have to be anything like super deep, but even just the ability to talk to each other is great. So um, I think that one's really important too. The next one would be to slow down physically. And I, this one actually, I was like, yes, because sometimes the, you know, when you get the chance or, you know, the, the moment comes where you, you are physically intimate, sometimes you can rush right through it. And, you know, a lot of times there, the, there is the ultimate goal sexually and, Sometimes when you slow things down a little bit and, you know, do more, you know, non-sexual touching or, you know, even just like slowing down and like, you know, kissing for a while or having a massage or something like that, it, it builds so much more anticipation and it builds so much more intimacy between the two of you that when you do get to, you know, like actual sex, it makes it that much better. So I think that this one is really important. And I think that also, you know, taking the time during the day to have, you know, non-sexual touch. And by that, I mean, you know, like hugging somebody from behind or just like, you know, giving somebody a kiss on the cheek or a hug or, you know, things like that, that don't actually like ultimately lead to sex in the moment, but it does lay the groundwork for future sex. And I think that is really important. And I think that a lot of times, you know, men tend to be a little bit more on, you know, the sexual side. So they, you know, grab your butt or whatever. And I'm not saying that's bad. That's actually a really positive thing. It's, it, it makes you feel desired and that is important. But also there needs to be times when touch isn't like because sex is the goal. So um, I hope that makes sense. But I think that um, that women actually appreciate that kind of touch a lot. And, and I think, you know, men do too. But, and there's probably, I mean, because I'm not a man, I can't really answer that. But I think that there's also like a certain kind of pressure that we put on men that they should always want it. And that's not always the case. So, you know, it's probably very important for them too to have that kind of non-sexual touch. 
So, um, but just slowing things down a little bit and building more anticipation, I think, um, can really help to build some intimacy. So, um, and that was the final one. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this one. I enjoyed reading about it. And, you know, I think that the word intimacy brings up something different for everyone. So, um, I think this, um, this article really opened up like what all the different meanings are. So I found that to be really interesting. And I thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Thank you for being patient. And I hope that you are subscribed so you get all the new ones right away. And if you haven't rated and reviewed yet, I would love a five-star rating and a great review would be fantastic. Otherwise, don't forget to also follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Better Me Podcast. And until next time, I thank you and I hope you have a great day. Bye.